What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. This is a special a live edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. There's a reason we've done it, and if you haven't heard it, we're going to jump into it very shortly. But first off, as always, Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume, your volume. because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, All right, folks. We talked about it for many, many, many days, many weeks, months. Begged, pleaded. And guess what? Rand Carthon dropped his nuts and said, I'm going to do it. They dropped the nuke on the AFC South. Did it. So before we even start, all three of us, let's give a round of applause for Titans upper management. You recall on draft night, Mike and Rand looking at the camera with this goofy fucking look on their face, waving like little two-year-olds, and it made us all irate. But now what? Fellas, instant reactions. Vin, start us off. Uh, so I was actually in the line to buy popcorn at the movie theater and it was a long line. So I pulled out my phone and saw, uh, the Brustini tweet and, you know, elation. Of course I smiled real big, you know, told, uh, my fiance that, you know, how last, uh, few years we talked about the name Julio for a kid when we got Julio Jones, I said, well, how do you feel about Deandre? You know? So obviously excited. Didn't want to embarrass myself and go nuts in the movie theater, but, uh, it was, uh, you know, I'm excited as anyone else is, you know, it's uh, hopefully one of these receivers has to work out eventually. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit, but obviously I was elation. I was smiling ear to ear. So I'll pass it on to Jarrett because I think he had to participate in a few extracurriculars uh, after the signing. Uh, I definitely did. I'm a couple deep. I'm very excited. <laughs> but, the, but my instant reaction was this morning. We had a little plan on Sundays. Me and a wife had to, you know, get the house situated. We were away for the weekend. So she went food shopping. I vacuumed the house. All of a sudden, I kept hearing my phone. Ding, 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 ding. I said, what the hell's going on? Go over, look at my phone. I see the Hopkins signing, and I was vacuuming like this. And all of a sudden, I started vacuuming. <laughs> like, 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 like Mr. Clean all of a sudden. There I said, go. geez, here we go. Sent the text message <laughs> to my wife. I said, hey, the nuke is in Nashville. She sends the old Jesus because everyone busts my balls all the time. Every every year that I say the Titans are going through the Super Bowl, I'm ecstatic as hell. I'm going to give myself a little Ric Flair. Woo! Sal, can I get a little Ric Flair? Woo! Sammy, hit me with the Ric Flair. Woo! Vinny, give me with the Ric Flair. Woo! There we go. Sammy, hit me up for the people in the Nashville with the Ric Flair. Woo! There we go, baby. We got Nuke. Oh, man. This one is a vibe right now. Uh. I am so excited. This whole thing is unbelievable. Uh, Traylon Burks, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be way better than A.J. Brown and, and Julio Jones. In my opinion, you got a younger version of DeAndre Hopkins with Julio Jones. I think they're going to click. I think they're going to gel. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to make some noise like I've always said it. I'm excited as all hell. I mean, gosh, I, I can't say how happy I am to see that, that emotion out of you. I know how freaking genuine it is. There goes Brandon with a woo, too. I mean, really, it's it's surreal. It's a surreal moment as a, as a franchise, as, 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 a, as a fan base. I mean, um, at least as of recently, we've been asking our management for specific players on both sides of the football, and they've been coming through. They really have. Obviously, J-Rob's had some bad stuff going on. His, his – yep tenure as a titan but at least if nothing else when the when the when the bat signal's been called he answered it the last few times and now ran uh maybe the biggest i mean this is this is a little bit different if you ask me than a julio jones i believe he's two or three years younger than julio when he got here um this is definitely different than an andre johnson a randy moss situation i mean deandre hopkins is still uh talent wise a top five receiver in this league so uh, 30 years old is, is not a situation where we should be worried um, that he can't get through a season or two. I think it's it's a great move. Um, 
I, I, I'm sure we have the the contract uh, graphic as far as the numbers and whatnot are concerned. Sammy's on it as always. Well, these are the incentives. Um, and Jesus Christ, fellas, I mean, uh, do we think he can cash in on some of these incentives? I sure hope so. He signed. He signed the two year, two year, twenty six million dollar year with all the incentives. It's worth thirty two million dollars. So with all those incentives, I think he may cash. He may cash some of those in. Absolutely. I mean, you look at 65 catches, as long as he stays healthy, you should get that. 750 yards should be easy. And then four TDs. I mean, he's 750,000 if he hits the bottom of the all three of those categories. And Sal, another reason why this is different than Julio Jones is we didn't have to trade multiple draft picks for him. Picked him up on the, the waiver wire, um, you know, signed him to a nice little deal. If it doesn't work out, we didn't give up any capital for him. Uh, not that we have any cat draft capital, but it's also another reason why it's different as well. And uh, it makes the risk a little less, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, listen, guys, uh, the sheets are off my bed for a reason. They're in the wash. All right. Um, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't be more excited about this situation. I've said multiple times on multiple shows over and over again, you bring this young man. More, well, still, he's still a young man. You bring this fellow to Nashville. He's our and, age. Oh, yeah, oh God, yeah, he has to be our age. He has to be a young man. He's our age. Um, it changes everything. It changes absolutely everything. Now, you know, you take a lot of a burden off of Traylon Burks. We want to see take the next step, and it's going to be beneficial to him to not get double, co- you know, double covered every play now. That's going to help him. You got guys like Chig, Wiley coming in, adding another dimension to the offense. Hopefully Spears. And, and you put Hopkins in this offense, and everyone just the, the, the pressure on everyone's back is just a little bit less. And, of course – you know, going from one potential star wide receiver and nothing else to a bonafide superstar and a potential superstar that are next to each other as wide receiver one and two. It's just a necessity if you want to become a champion in this league. So um, it's just I, I can't I can't say it enough how elated I am because it brings the juice back to this season. This is not a rebuild move. This is a I believe wholeheartedly with this man in our offense. We can compete for a title. That's what this move says, because this is not a cheap deal, guys. And it's the right deal. It's the deal we needed to make. And I'm happy we spent it. But it is not a cheap deal. Okay, this is a potential $16 million a year deal, which is, you know, Pro Bowl money that we should see a Pro Bowl wide receiver on the field. So um, everything worked out. I'm ecstatic. Uh, Do we got any questions, Sammy, we can throw in there? We'll we'll get the fans involved and we'll – we can, uh, you know, get some things on there. Brandon Connor asks, what is now the ceiling for our team? Jared, why don't you start us off? What do you think? The ceiling for the team is, like I said, you guys, I'm not, I don't even know if Vin was, but I know you because you're the overreaction. You're the, we're the ride the wave, Sal, right? Sal likes to ride the wave. Everybody knows it on Twitter. We love him. But he was out on this wide receiver group. He said, you know, this team, all of us said it. I said, be patient, guys. The signing's coming. Whether it's DeAndre Hopkins, somebody else, the signing's coming. They, they're not riding with that wide receiver room in, into September and October, it was coming. I knew it was coming. The ceiling wise, I tweeted it last month. It's top three in the AFC. Easy for me. We got a top five defense when healthy. We got younger with Arden Key. Harold Landry comes back. You have a, a, a stud diamond in the rough in Caleb uh, Murphy, and you have Rashad Weaver on the defensive side. Corners are going to be healthy. You got Sean Murphy bunting on the on the, on the defensive side. Now on the offensive side, you have Hopkins, you have Burks, you have Wiley, you have Chig, you have Spears, you have Henry. Oh my! This this offense yeah. this offense is going to look pretty lethal, in my opinion. So anybody, I'll, I'll go toe to toe with anybody on here. Jags, Colts, you know the Texans. Screw all yous. And by the way, uh, you know Calvin Ridley with the Jaguars. We got Hopkins. So hey. Get out of here. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's it's all up to your boy then, all right, because we filled his plate, we uh, gave him everything he needed, and let's see if uh, 17 has it left in him. Because last year, sure as fuck, wasn't the revenge season for that Bengals game, and he's probably got one, maybe two, maybe two years at this no. run when we got Henry – Sal, we don't know. If we go to the AFC title game, they're not getting rid of Tannehill. Well, that's they're a different story. That's a different story. Rid of Tannehill. That's I'm the only way. We that's have a two-year window, okay, with, with our boy behind us probably and this current offense and the age of Nuke right now to make a serious, serious run at it. 
if a few things also, I believe, have to go our way. This is not going to be easy. You, you know, it's hard in football just to throw a team together in free agency in the draft and in one year say, go do it. You know what I mean? So the, the, the potential is definitely there, I think, to make a deep playoff run. But I think it's it, all the pressure now, Sal said, is off of it. Everybody's back. I think a little bit more is on Tannehill. You're right. You're uh, 100% before, right. Before you go, Sal, I just want to add a couple of things. Nuke last year, he was suspended six games, right? He had 64 catches for seven, 717 yards and three touchdowns. If he played a full season, that was on pace for about 1,200 to 1,300 yards and close to damn near seven to nine touchdowns, okay? Yeah. He was top then, five in all categories in the amount of games he played. Okay, in one year, as Tim Kelly served as Hopkins' offensive coordinator, he was a first-team All-Pro, and he was electric that season, 104 catches and 1,165 yards and seven touchdowns. I'm not saying he's going for 104 catches and 1,100 yards. It wasn't Watson, Watson, okay, but he he also didn't have Traylon Burks, and he didn't also have the best running back in a a generation that we've ever seen in, in Houston either. Okay, yeah. and he was the focal point of the offense. He doesn't need to be the focal point of the offense. If you spread it wide, you have Chig, you have Burks, and you have Hopkins and Henry and Spears out of the backfield. He doesn't need to be that one wide receiver one, right? No, he, he well, uh, I think he does. I think he does. Well, he's gonna, right, he's going to be though. If, if this listen, this is just the bottom line. If we want to take the next step as an offense and actually maybe put some teams away in the winter and in the postseason, DeAndre Hopkins has to be the truth this year. He has to be premier DeAndre Hopkins. He has to have over a thousand yards. He has to have damn near double digit touchdowns. And then we can take the next step. I mean, it, 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 it it's going to go through him and, and it, it should for the money he's going to get. It should. Um, bottom line is this, just to touch on what you said personally, this is my opinion. Obviously I don't, I don't know, but this is my opinion. This is, I think this is it for Tannehill, no matter what, unless he takes us to the title game. One playoff win isn't going to be enough. I don't assume we're getting a bye, so it would have to be two playoff wins. Maybe we would take them back. But, I mean, this is – I mean, we're we're pushing all the chips in the middle for him again. Mm-hmm. We did it already, and it was an epic disaster, and we doubled down on, on betting on him again. So, th- I mean, really, this is this has got to be it. And I, I, multiple people have talked to me on Twitter today about, hey, he might get extended, this, that, and the other thing. Guys. Oh, he's 34 years old. Yeah, and we and we just spent two top three round picks on quarterbacks the last two years. Like, that would be really idiotic to do that. Um, but, again. Hey, he wins the Super Bowl here. I'll extend him for a year. Oh, two years. Like, yeah. He, he, he could yeah. be the he could yeah. play in Tennessee till he's fifty five yeah. if he gives me one fucking championship. Yeah. I don't. I'm. It'll be every other every other season for the rest of my life. Will be a a just a a walk in the park. I, I just want one. Yeah, at that point, yeah. I just want one. So so let me let me just piggyback off of this because I got to ask you a question. You made a tweet earlier, Sal, hmm. with seven seventeen in the smoke. I'll ask one simple question. Are you back on are you back on board this season? It's a yes or a no. Yes. Okay. Sammy, um, can you show the graphic that I have over here of Sal trying to get You're back gonna, on the train? Wait a sec. Everybody, Sal, the <laughs> the controversial Sal. This is Sal trying to get back on the bandwagon with 17 years. Am I allowed? Because I oh, of, I, course. of course. I know that, listen, here's the great here's the thing about our some of our fan base. It's not a lot, very, very small amount. There are some people in our fan base that would literally literally try to ruin the greatest experience of our life if Tannehill won a Super Bowl and be like, well, remember on March 13th, 2002, when you said, I'm never going to support this guy? Now what? Now what? Like, dude, shut up. I know. Okay? I get this way because nothing is more Nothing is more. We, we, we. We, we. I, well, luck, I mean, I go a little extreme sometimes, which I'm thankful that you guys don't do. Well, at least unless it's the playoffs. I know that door you have and the thing in your basement would say otherwise, Jarrett. But um, it's just, it, it means so much to me. That's why I'm, you know, peaks and valleys every five minutes with every player because I just want it all to come together and it can't, it hasn't happened. And, you know, we have another chance. We got, we're pushing the chips in again. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, I think we got a two-year window with this offense. Well, you know, the skill group we have right now where you can keep it all together. And uh, 
fuck it. A few things go your way. You know, the defense needs to pick up, you know, play their part. And, uh, you know, if we could score, I think, over 20 points a game, which is, you know, you feel like asking a lot after last year, um, you know, we can stay in every game. I mean, we stayed in a lot of games last year with much less. It's all on your boy, Jarrett. It's all on your boy. It, 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 me. it definitely, it definitely is. And um, I have another thing here because I, I made some, I made some notes uh, today. Our wide receiver room currently has a lot, a lot of, a lot of guys on there. But my personal opinion, um, the the six, I think we we carry six. You think right? Not five. Well, now, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, so, probably so the six five, that I, right. the six that I wrote down that are kind of roster locks, in my opinion, for the wide receiver room would be Hopkins, Burks. Moore, Phillips, NWI, and Racy McMath. Would that think, be? I I, well, I mean, I don't think McMath's a lock, but no, uh, I think that's you, that'll be between Kinsey and McMath. What if, or uh, the kid be drafted? Or, or the, kid, the kid drafted in the last yeah, round? Yeah, Colin Dow or that kid Copeland. I know he's he's talking a lot that he's real motivated, wants to make the team. You know, from uh from Maryland. Yeah, who knows. Guess what though? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as matter now. It, I don't care. Yeah. Because yeah. they're gonna get they're gonna get three looks a game if they're lucky. Listen, I thank am, God. I, I, you, know I can't, you know who has an opportunity to really like kind of show out and unexpectedly and really put a lot of people, you know, make us shut up. Kyle Phillips, he's gonna get oh, yeah. a lot of one on one coverage yep. in that spot. He's gonna be going up against a lot of linebackers. He could he could catch seventy balls in this offense if things go well. I think everything opens up Listen, for him. You got to think he's motivated. The After diamond, the diamond in the rough in this offense this year is Chig. Chig yeah. can go from tight end ten right now. I'll tell you what, ten, though, ten and fifteen. I don't think he's a secret. I think everybody's expecting it out. Yeah, of him. but every everyone's brushing him down. They're, they're saying he could be a breakout. I'm t- I'm telling you right now, he could be tight end five in fantasy this year by the by the season. Oh, absolutely, end. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Just, everyone and their mother knows that he was wasn't even remotely used even half as much no. as he should have been used. No. It's like you have this guy who can break tack. I mean, he was he looked like like twice as good as Johnny Smith. Honestly, he did. No. Especially with the football in his hands. I think I think 707 is is reasonable for him, something along those lines. I mean, really. I mean, I, this is why like I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but it's like how does this how does this now, not how work? Are you sleep tonight about 4 oh, in the morning maybe. Dude, I didn't I slept maybe an hour last night. Maybe an hour last night and now I mean it's like Jesus Christ. But there's like how does this not work? This has to work. We have so many weapons. We have so many guys that are sealed. Nobody even knows about how high their talent level could possibly be. 90% of NFL fans don't know who Chigakonkwa was if they smacked him in the face. But we know what he's capable of. And, you know, I think some NFL defenses might be might sleep on him because there's not a whole lot of tape out there on him. Now, if they do their due diligence um, – and and make sure things go smoothly. They, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna attempt to try to stop. But the, the, the opportunities are endless. Sam, I want to get some more questions in. Let's get some more questions going. Does O line become the new biggest issue? Absolutely, CJ. Absolutely, especially with this BS with NWI. No, Jared, tell me why. Because I think it absolutely is definitely not. Me and Vin touched on it a couple weeks ago uh, on the offensive line. Uh, with NWI gone, doesn't matter to me. You you can plug NPS, and play. Uh, and don't disrespect Nick oh, no. Sokakina. Sorry. Yes, oh, you're right. Oh, there's, so, there's so many abbreviations That was our number guys. one receiver last year. MPF. He's gone now. You just It's with a plug and play. Yards. Whether you plug in you plug in Daniel Burnskill. Burn I mean, I got called out on the podcast on Twitter for saying um, Ray Dunes wrong. I think I pronounced it right this mm-hmm. time. You could, you could put Ray Dunes there. Fun. That's right, fun. or you could put Jalen Duncan there. I'm not worried about that. We have options there, and I, the the left side of the line, you have Andre Dillard, you have Peter Skaronsky, whether wh- however that plays out, and and Aaron Brewer is going to be a, an anchor on that line because he's going to have either Peter Skaronsky or or Daniel Brunskill yeah, on, on either side of him. Doesn't matter. Watch, just watch. But, but that's my that's my but, vision. Yeah, but you but you can't say they there's there's really there's not nearly enough tape to have. Of that much confidence that these guys are going to put it together. Yeah, a lot of inexperience on this line. A lot. I I tend to. I mean, I'm in between the both of you. I think talent wise on the roster, there's no denying we have way much more talent in the offensive line group. 
but it's just all about, you know, playing cohesively as a unit. Like I said earlier, when you can't just throw a football team together in free agency in the draft and expect it to click from day one, you know, you're going to have to figure out Skaronsky and Dillard. You know, we're, I know Dillard's going to get the start at left tackle and Skaronsky's going to get a guard. You don't know how Brewer's going to play as a center. Oh, we all think he can play the position. We don't Well, really that's know. that's his natural position, though. Yeah. yeah, well, when's the last time he played it? You know, ben, ben, ben Jones has been our center for a long time. He probably hasn't played center in a few years, Brewer. And then Brunskill's a free agent signing who looks good on tape, didn't let up many pressures or sacks in San Francisco. And then a right tackle is a mystery. We can have a six-round rookie in there. So it can be ugly, but it's hard to believe after last year, even if we're just mediocre with the talent we now have around, you know, this whole offense now. I mean – it's definitely the biggest issue, but I'm not losing sleep over it until I have to. You know, not like last year. There's way more talent in that room um, to start this season than there was last year, and I think over time, you know, they'll figure it out. And a guy like 22 is always going to make, you know, listen. I t- my tweet today is, is 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 blowing up about 1,900 all-purpose yards last year, the quietest of all time. No one talks about it. All behind the worst line in football. So if we can go from the worst line to top 15, I mean, sky's the limit. You know, you don't even need to be that great. And this defense is going to do its job as well. I'm telling you, anything more than 20 points this year will be in every game. Absolutely. I'm telling you, people well, sleep yeah, on a Mike Vrabel football team, man. Every, it's a Vrabel effect. The Titans never, ever, ever get it's national it. love. Ever, ever. Guys, it's kind of like the butt of everybody's jokes, the little brother of the AFC, because we've been the – Five title games since 2000, I think. We lost to the Raiders. We lost to Kansas City. We lost to uh, – who else did we put? We, we, we won against uh, Jacksonville. I know we've been in another one, I think. See, we've been to four or five title games the last 20 years. Competitive team, just, you know, Baltimore's gotten one. Kansas City's had a few. You know what I mean? Denver's gotten one. You know, we haven't broken through yet. So, until we do, the narrative is never going to change. And now – they're throwing around the jokes with, um, you know, Andre Johnson and Randy Moss and Julio Jones. So, I mean, like I said in the tweet, let them let them talk, and we'll see what happens. But it as boils, yeah, it all boils down to two easy things, guys. It's so, I mean, it, it's so simple. It's the matter of him being healthy, and if we're gonna throw to him, like that's just the bottom line. We even when Julio was healthy, we it was blatantly obvious we did not try to make him a focal point of our offense which is absurd blame absurd downing we all know absolutely but it's just the truth um and uh you you gotta just hope that tim kelly's got a couple brain cells at work right and he says to himself well listen i have at my disposal here um a all-time top five wide receiver in the league a Second-year player with um, incredible potential, arguably the best running back. Like, I got to make this work. There's no way I'm going to leave any stone unturned with this offense. I'm going to make sure I get D-Hop, Burks, Henry, Chig, everyone involved. And where do you turn defensively? You can't. You can't. It's the same concept. Same concept we came up with with A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones. Unfortunately, that we just decided not to attempt to, to do anything with the recipe we were given, but it's it's just cut and dry. And and there's more people in the mix now than there were with that trio. I, I could I would stack this team up as long as Burks takes an S step offensively with with 2021. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. But you got to you you know you, you got to make the lemonade. That's it. You got the lemons. And for right all there. you gamblers out there, I still think we're floating around at plus 350 to win that division where you bet 100, you win 300. I know I'm betting much I more. I think I'm back on that too. Yeah, much more on it than that for me, you know, because Jacksonville's going to have a first place schedule. We got a year of film on them now, and the Jags could always jag. You know what I mean? Never fail the Jags' ability to fully jag at any time and be the, uh, Atrocious team we know they can be. So yeah, we know we know what uh, Calvin Ridley likes to uh, gamble a little bit. So he, that's he, sure. yeah. could be a good. He, he may gamble on that too for them. Yeah, could well, be a he bet, could he be a can bet, bet on one thing that he is not the best receiver in the AFC South. That's boom. Hit him with the woo. Hit me with a woo. 
There we go. Let's get more questions right. going, Sammy. Yeah, let's get some more questions. Titan Fox, sick podcast. Do you think Kelly can bring the passing game back without sacrificing the run game and not be that same run, run, pass, punt offense? Well, that's obviously going to come down to Tim Kelly. Uh, I mean, talk about an easy blueprint that you've got in front of you of what doesn't work, right? You sat in the sidelines for a long time watching what doesn't work. Now you got more offensive talent than you did last year. Now you hold the reins. So, um, I mean, <laughs> we all know what the we all think we know what the problem was last year. We didn't pass enough. We didn't pass early enough. We were predictable. You got to hope that he knows that as well. And, uh, you know, he, he puts it together. I have confidence in him. You know, his resume is pretty damn good, a lot better than Todd Downing. Uh, but it's just going to start with him realizing what didn't work and changing around on what does. What do you think, Jarrett? Listen, I think it's a total uh, 360, not even a 180 from uh, Todd Downing because Tim Kelly has done it. He's done it in the league, and he's done it with D-Hop too. He's got the generational talent in the backfield. I think you're going to see a lot more of play action on first down. And, yes, they are going to establish the run because they have 22 back there, but you're going to see a lot more play action, taking shots. And you're going to see the crossers like we did with A.J. Brown. You're getting wide open because Traylon Burks, if you put on tape from Traylon Burks when he was in college, Traylon Burks was a catch-and-run kind of guy. He didn't do that last year because Ty Downing is a uh, was a needless to say jackass as an offensive coordinator, and he did have the keys to the Cadillac with the with AJ Brown and Julio Jones, Derrick Henry. He had it with McFadden and Cooper and Carr and all those guys and weapons in Oakland. He screwed that up. He screwed it with us. Wash, wash everything that you've seen the last two years with Ty Downing out the window. It's a fresh new start with Tim Kelly. I'm telling you, sky's the limit for this offense. Yeah, and Jared, you want to do a 180. You don't want to do a 360. A 360 brings you oh, back yes. to where you started. Sorry. Sorry. I know. I know. It's been a five or six uh, cocktails for you. The, you know, espresso martini. <laughs> we'll, for, we'll forgive you for that one. But, of course, <laughs> I throw everything out the window. I agree the last two years. You know, it's all on Tim Kelly and Lake Southside. If he has two brain cells, he'll know to, you know, do the exact opposite of what, you know, was done the last two years. So. Guys, it's so simple, and I, 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 we might have to go back into the the vault and and make a a a compilation of all the times the three of us have said this while we done this show. You want to keep Derrick Henry long term and let him have a longer career. You want to take the next step offensively and stop looking so one dimensional. It's so easy to do. You you use the passing game to elevate Derrick Henry's abilities because every year this guy's been a star in this league. He's faced stacked box after stacked box after stacked box. Now, luckily he's a freak of nature. And a lot of the time he's able to, you know, out muscle those stacked boxes and still be an all pro hall of fame caliber running back. But just imagine if this team actually decided to be somewhat competent and 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 damaging offensively through the air. This guy would be living in a he would be tiptoeing over the line of scrimmage with nobody around him because the, you, you got to pick something, you got to pick your poison, but we've never ever exploited that ever. And hopefully Tim Kelly will be the guy that finally puts it all together. It's all in front of him. Hey, I'm going to do it now. Now on first down, we'll take a shot down the field. Let's throw some fucking balls towards the end zone. We don't ever do it. I don't care if we have a guy in a wheelchair on the wide receiver. Just throw the ball down the field. Try to get a pass interference. How often does the how often does a Titans offense get a deep pass interference call? Can you remember the last one? I can't. I've seen it happen to us a billion times, but never the other way around. So, you know, uh, just get it right, man. But We'll see. More questions there, Sammy? From Twitter, are you surprised that Hopkins chose the Titans? Finn, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I said in the, on our pod this week, I'm not sure he wanted to come here. Um, but he did end up coming here. I'm not surprised because I think what he was after was the most money. And I also said it last week that even though he might not have wanted to come here, we had the most to offer him financially. I think having the city of Nashville in your back pocket as a franchise too, the, how great of a city it is, the culture of it, the vibe of it, everyone's throwing around Nashville's a vibe. 
Um, you know, I think that always works in our favor as well. The no state income tax in Tennessee as well. Uh, and we're paying him a decent amount. So, you know, I'm not surprised because I knew he was probably after a decent amount of money at this point in his career, entering his age 31 season. And, you know, I think outside of Titans fans, you know, not many people think this team can contend. I know all Titans fans, you know, we've already convinced ourselves we can, but who knows? Maybe he bought in a little bit more that his addition to this team with Burks and Henry and Chig and, you know, Phillips and a revamped offensive line and a top five defense in a division that is going to be very winnable. I don't care how good the Jags are. Um, I think maybe he saw the light a little more maybe this week and uh, made his decision, but not surprised because I knew we were offering him the most money, and that's probably the number one on number one priority on his list. Um, definitely not surprised. I'm going to keep this short and simple because some somebody uh, said that I can't believe they he chose Tannehill and Tennessee over Mac Jones and the Patriots. Like who might not even be the starter, by the way. Yeah, is that even an argument at this point? I mean, like yeah. I said, the guy, the guy, sorry, the guy is behind me right now. It's the generational talent. Who the hell wouldn't want to play with him? Plus, it's it's Mike Vrabel right now. It's a Mike Vrabel yeah. effect in Nashville. Nashville's a vibe, like you said. Nashville's buzzing, man. Nashville's going to sure. be this city. We're not. We're not the. You know the. Um, the new team in the NFL no more. Everybody knows us. We're mm-hmm. here to stay. And I'm telling you, man, we're, we're going to make noise. We're getting the Super Bowl very, very soon, fellas, that we always wanted. It's coming. Yeah, that's actually a really good question there, Sam. If you want to put Phillips' question up that he just posted there. Um, Sick podcast of the offense looks similar to last season, bearing no major injuries. Can I get you all on record that Vrabel needs to be on the hot seat of Madison because most think Vrabel's untouchable? Well, you know what, Philip? You're right about the fact that most people do view Mike Vrabel is untouchable. Um, first of all, really briefly, I am surprised he took the Titans deal. I thought for sure he would get maybe a couple million less from the big boys in the AFC, and he would be like, <laughs> screw it. Um, but he decided to come here, and uh, hopefully it was for the best. Now, as far as his question, um, it's kind of loaded, if you ask me. It really would depend on uh, what decisions were made. Um during the season to help benefit the team. You know what I mean? If there was a situation where uh, Ryan Tannehill was struggling a lot and we had a horrible record going into the bye week and he had an opportunity to play one of the other two guys and he said, we're going to stick with Tannehill and then we just tanked the rest of the season, maybe you should think about possibly making him feel like maybe he's on the hot seat. But I don't get too much in that realistically because it's not fair to him. I mean, he, he's overall been pretty damn good with what with the cards he's been dealt. But nobody in this league is untouchable or they shouldn't be untouchable. And for me, it's all about, you know, winning. So I, I it wouldn't matter to me. I, I love Mike be able to be the guy who wins us the first one, but I couldn't care less at the end of the day. It's the trophy that I want. And uh but we'll see. It depends on how the season goes. Yeah, Vrabel is definitely not on the hot seat. I don't care what anybody says. Um, he, he is, in my opinion, the best coach that we had in franchise history. Um, so he will be the first coach that gets us the Lombardi. He's going to be here to stay forever. Um, he was dealt a couple, you know, hands that he can't he can't help. Injuries happen to, to teams. We were the most injured team the last two to the last three years. Um, we choked with, uh, with Ryan Tannehill and Todd Downing. I blame that all on Todd Downing. I don't care besides the first interception on Ryan Tannehill. It's just a scheme. You can't come into a game thinking you're going to do that, especially with a hurt running back coming into play. So um, he's going to, he's here to stay. But um, I do have a YouTube, um, not a question, but it's a statement on here. Titan Fox is firing all over the place right he's now. On a roll. He's on a roll. He said, "Be careful questioning these three. It's it's questions like the it's like questioning the mob. The Italian accents are killing me. Love y'all. I'm telling you guys." All you guys, all you guys on here that are watching, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys, but we're on here. We, we act the way we are, but us three guys in real life, we're the best three guys you ever want to be around. You're going to want to be around us at the bar. You want to hang out at a barbecue with us. Us three are the best. I, we'll put, I'll put these, uh, these two guys up against anybody. I'm telling you. So it's, it's all fun and games with us. Yeah, absolutely. Titans Fox. There is there. There is no mafia, yeah. my guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's not, you got to watch the Sopranos. But to chime in on, on Vrabel, I think things would have to get very ugly here for him to lose his job. I think because this was his first time without having a winning record, only second time he didn't make the playoffs and what he's been here six years at this point, um, I think he would even get a pass to answer your question for one year 
if things got real ugly, you know. Mm -hmm. I think you should have got the pass last year then. Um, well, this is a, this is a, we don't know what his relationship is like Carthon either. You know, the relationship you have with the GM could sometimes play a, a big role in it, you know? So I, I'm not going to say he gets that pass for last year. Injuries were bad. We still were a game away from the division, a quarter or two away from the division title, his third division title. Um, I think it would have to get real ugly for about two consecutive years before he could potentially lose his job. Although, 100% agree with Jared. Best coach in franchise history. Um, I love him. I think he's he's got shades of like a Tomlin. You know, I think he could be here for 10, 15 years, get us to a few Super Bowls, hopefully win one. And we all want him to be that guy because we know, you know, players love him. He's a former player that, you know, a lot of these players now grew up watching him. So they love him. We love him. And I hope he doesn't go anywhere anytime soon. Shout out, Vrabel. No free shout outs. Absolutely. I mean, I love Vrabel. The video you saw today with him and McAfee was like, yeah, I knew. I'm the coach. Yeah, of course Rabel's I fucking know. Team. I knew yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just he's yeah. just a man's man, and he's a guy that you just would always want to be around you in times of trouble and despair because he just seems like a guy who's always going to have the right answer. So let's hope that works out. Question from Clarence here. Vrabel coaches like it's or a statement, I should say. He coaches like it's 2009. Titans scored over 20 points in four games last year out of 17 darn games. Now bringing a 31-year-old wide receiver. Now thinks they were world beaters. Well, first of all, Clarence, he didn't do anything involving the offense last year because he wasn't calling the plays. Uh, Let him down he was. Let him have and, uh, Yeah, so I don't know. Do I question his loyalty to some people sometimes in staff when they don't you know do their job correctly? Yeah, I, I, I'll give you that, but... Saying he coaches the team like it's 2009, I mean, he's got a pretty damn good record as a head coach. So I think there's probably teams in this league that would like to have that record uh, currently over the past five seasons. So, um, you know, he's not, I don't think he's the perfect coach. I, I, you know, definitely don't think he's the perfect coach. Calling him the best in franchise history, I don't think that's saying a lot, to be honest. But uh, I love him, and I, I want him to succeed, absolutely. But, um then, then again, like seriously, what the hell do you want the guy to do with uh, Joe Smith and, and uh, you know, yeah, Clarence yeah. Davis from CVS uh, what catching balls? Playing receiver last yeah, year. Yeah, what do you what do you want him to do? And, and everyone bashing Tannehill, saying, "Oh, Tannehill sucks." Yeah, Tannehill sucks. You would suck too if you were throwing yeah. to these guys. You know, they can't get open. There's no separation. The line yeah. is absolutely horrible. What are you gonna do? He yeah. won seven games. The head coach won seven games. Put us. In position to win seven games, and it all in fell position apart. to win a, a division title, despite yeah. everything. But some people, like you know, with a third string quarterback, yeah, some me. people you just can't satisfy. You know, a thirty-one year old wide receiver, you're acting like he's thirty-eight. You know, yeah. he was top five. Sal said in all five categories in the games he played, was on pace for fourteen hundred yards and almost ten touchdowns if he played a full season. He hasn't really been hurt at all in his career. Really, the last year was really the only year he missed. Um, you know, big time. So until he has a season where he slows down and it's visible, then I'm not buying the 31 year old type shit. And he's the kind of receiver who don't take a beating. You know what I mean? He's a phenomenal route runner. He gets out of bounds a lot. He's shifty. He'll fall down in front of you instead of taking a hit. So I think he's got multiple solid, solid years yeah. left in the tank. So my my only beef with, with Rabel is usually like his, uh, like I said, his loyalty. Like Downey shouldn't have been back. Last year, that that's a decision that he should have taken the reins from, yeah. and told J. Rob, "Listen, uh, if this is my team, this guy's not calling our offense." Yeah, or put his foot down with AJ Brown. So, listen, if you trade him, you got to follow him. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, if you get rid of the best receiver in franchise history, just fire me. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's easier said than done when you're probably making what he makes five million a year to coach football. So, but. Mm. You know, like he, he's he's not perfect, but he's a hell of a lot better than what we've had in years past. So absolutely, um, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you look at the you know <laughs> these some of these teams that have these coaching carousels. Yeah. Like uh, we were in that for a little while. We were in that coaching carousel for a while. But this is the guy. I I, I truly believe this is the guy. No coach is perfect. Everybody has their 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 pros and cons, but his pros outweigh his cons by a large margin, at least in my opinion. So uh, let's get a few more questions before we wrap out tonight and. Uh, so Philip asks, how long do y'all think it will take D Hop and Tanny to get that timing down? Is it too late into the offseason or will there be enough time to develop chemistry? Um, these are two 
established veterans in this league. I foresee the chemistry between the two of them to uh, arise very quickly. Um, you know, it, again, it's going to boil down to how what the protection is like. You know, if Tannehill gets time, I have all the faith in him in the world if he has time in the regular season. Playoffs not yet. Playoffs not yet. Playoffs not yet. But in the regular season, you give Tannehill time. Yeah, he'll, just, he'll do it. You give any quarterback time in the NFL, you're going to probably dissect your defense. But regardless, um, I think the timing should come quickly. And uh, if he's DeAndre that we know and love, then – it's going to be what, I, what I think will help that as well is the verbiage in the offense is going to be very similar to what he ran. Since Wi-Fi and those verbiage. Okay. Um, did I lose you guys? Yeah, you got to pay. Not. You got to pay your uh, your Comcast bill. You know, for better Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's Verizon, dickhead. Um, <laughs> no, I think what's going to make it easier. I don't know where I got cut off. Is Hopkins pretty much knows his offense from his year with Tim Kelly. So I think the verbiage is going to be very similar to what it was when he was in Houston. Um, I think Tannehill obviously probably has been in this playbook, I'm going to assume, and has learned the offense. It's probably going to be um, not similar to Todd Downing's, but I mean, I, I, I think the fact that there's going to be some familiarity on both the quarterback and the off- uh, the receiver with this, this offensive coordinator – should help their chemistry. You know what I mean? Anyone yeah. can get in here before camp. Nope. In this week. And that he needed to be in here before then. So, you know, we'll have a full training camp together as yeah, well. I'm not, so. I'm not, I'm not going to piggyback over what you and Vince said. I mean, the chemistry is not going to take that long. Tannehill's going to ask him. Uh, you know, Tannehill's going to tell D-Hop where he wants to be on certain routes. He knows the offense already. So it's going to be very quick, I think, on um, – CJ's life. I know we talked about Kyle Phillips at the beginning of the show. He said, I can't wait for Kyle Phillips to show what he can do. He's excited for that kid. We all are excited for that kid. I think the sky's the limit for that kid, especially in this offense with those two wide receivers involved. Um, he could be, he could be that, um, that third down, that third down guy, you know, like uh, we, we thought Adam Humphrey can, can, can catch 50 punch, 50 easily passes in this. Easily. Offense. If he stays hundred yards. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's got, a chip on his shoulder after last year. There was a lot of hype with him in training camp, and he got hurt. And now he's going to have a lot of one-on-one coverage in the spot against the Listen, Packers. There's going to be a couple guys that are not going to have the opportunity to produce to their full potential. There just is because now with DeAndre Hopkins in the mix, now there's a whole different payload of of you know offensive you know uh, weaponry production that we have to dish out like. Maybe it's, it's not even dish out because these guys are not selfish. They know their roles. So if no, it's, it, it, they all want to, you know, make it work. So yeah. if, if D if hop catches three balls and Traylon Burks catches seven and Derek Henry runs for 200 yards, so be it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But that, that's just to my point is what I'm saying is that there's yeah. now with De- DeAndre Hopkins in the mix, there is an influx of, of uh, offense and talent that, you know, is, is incredible. It's an incredible situation to be in now. It's just unfortunate that someone's going to be the odd man out here. And who knows who it's going to be? It could be, you know, Derek Henry. Derek Henry might only have a thousand, like 1,100 yards this year. Imagine saying that, only 11. I would um, love that. You know what I mean? It's because he probably only got 200 carries. And we, yeah. can, save, and we can save him for yes. you know, January and, and yes. February. Another thing with Hopkins, too, you got to love the fact that he's, you know, accomplished so much in his career and he's coming into a young receiving court where hopefully these kids, the Burks, the Phillips, the Colton Dowles, you know, even the Chigs and Wileys, you know, the young guys can learn something from, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, the tips and tricks of, of the NFL. And I think that signing, uh, you know, we overlooked that part of the signing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to answer your question, awaken to the eternal.com. I think it's uh, pretty cut and dry at this point who running back two is going to be. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think you drop draft Spears where you drafted him to have him compete with a guy that I don't, I don't even think is – a drafted guy. I think he was an understood, you know, a guy we picked up from uh, undrafted. However, many yeah. couple years ago, Chestnut wasn't he like a oh, undrafted yeah. free agent a yeah. few years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that's anything. But listen, if man, it's just the, the rest. I can't understate this. The recipe's there. You got to put it together, and then great things are going to happen for this for this offense. Uh, but it starts with Tim Kelly and Ryan Tannehill. They're the biggest pieces. They 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 have the most. 
uh, they need to do the, they need to produce the most of the, of anyone here in order to make this train move forward in the right direction. So uh, let's get one or two more questions in, and then we'll wrap up for the night. Uh, we'll go back to CJ. Do you guys think Tanny's experience beat the athleticism and youth of Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud, AR fifteen? That's another loaded question. Honestly, no, I I, I don't think uh, Tannehill's athleticism is beating any of those guys because he's just. He's not as athletic as any of those guys. And that's nothing against him. How old is he? Yeah, that's nothing against him. It's nothing against him. But uh, even in his prime, he he doesn't touch any of those guys athletically because they're freaks of nature. I mean, Bryce Young, Lawrence. I mean, they're they're they just. I wish Tannehill was was at that level in his prime. He was pretty close, but he wasn't in their level. Um, It's going to come down to. Players around, it's going to come down. That that's where that's how we're going to win these division games. It's going to be a good defense. Who's and, uh, the best team? You know what I mean. You can have your athletic quarterback, but if you have the best team, the best coach, you know, which I think we do in this division now, very winnable division. So yeah, yeah but but look at the the most athletic quarterback like with Buffalo. Buffalo centers their offense around Josh Allen, and it's taking a beating and a toll on that offense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he he was the running back. He's the he's the quarterback. He's doing everything. Yeah. So I, I don't. I want the experience. Tannehill's the vet. You have two rookies, and you have Trevor Lawrence, who is who can easily be a top five quarterback this year. I don't care. Give me Tannehill, the defense, and everything. And Mike Vrabel as coach. Don't care if Dougie P is in, in, in um, Jacksonville. Put us as the favorite now to win the D, um, to win the AFC South. Like I tweeted before, the nuke is happening back on the AFC South. We're taking what's ours, and no ifs, ands, or buts on that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong now. I mean, we gotta, we gotta get going. We gotta get everyone involved. Um, we need everyone bought in again. Everyone, everyone was bought in that Julio year. They really were, and I think that's why we were able to be resilient through all the injuries and bullshit we dealt with that year. Because they thought, as long as we get to the dance and we get the king back and we get Julio back, we're gonna make a run at this thing. Unfortunately, due to two fellas, one of which is still here, one of which is not, we didn't get that opportunity. But again. Chips are on the table. They're all down. Rand said, we are not rebuilding. This is our team. Let's go. Um, and uh, I, I couldn't be more excited. I, I, I just couldn't be more excited. I'm I'm back on the Tanhill bandwagon for this season. Uh, there's no way, shape, or form. Malik Willis or Will Levis should be starting now. Makes zero sense. Am I going to be back? I'm not backflipping because I would never wish – injury on anyone and I have my faith in Tannehill now but would I be excitedly nervous if one of those guys got an opportunity with these weapons around them and a competent offensive coordinator you better fucking believe it you better believe it but going into New Orleans um, this is the way it needs to be and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to to ride ride I'm ready to ride with them again so uh I, I bet you guys never imagined me saying that, but it's the truth. No, he's not the best quarterback in the AFC South. I'm sorry, he's not. Lawrence is, and he Lawrence might not even be this year either. <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> Stroud, Stroud could just become what we think and be an absolute maniac, and Richardson could be. <laughs> there's no way you can openly just go into the season saying he's going to be the best. Because if before we wrap up, real quick, guys, I, I just there's there's a there's a question out there. It says. Um, also, who do you guys who do you guys want to see? NWI or Colton Dow? Basically, I guess I guess the question is to make the roster. What is your opinion on it? Do you want a new rookie in Colton Dowell to come onto this team, make an impact? Are you sick of NWI being on this roster, making minimal plays, uh, and doing everything? What, what's your thought on that? Except for the three weeks he'll score, you know, two touchdowns, and then that's it. He gets his six for the year out in three games. I hope it doesn't even matter, to be honest with you. If Colin Dow beats him out and he's a cheaper option, then go with it. If NWI is a veteran that I know they love, I mean, he plays special teams. He's a good locker room guy. You know, I listen to him. Plenty of interviews, well-spoken guy, mature kid. No issue if they want to keep him, but hopefully it doesn't even fucking matter because neither of them really should be seeing the field um, unless we're in garbage times. So. Well, Nick Westbrook is going to be seeing the field if he, if he, if he gets that – spot over Dow? I think he is. He was going to be wide receiver two five minutes ago. Now he's not going to see the field at all? Yeah, I mean, he'll be our, he'll be our, he'll be our wide receiver three, maybe. You know, I mean, no. 
No, it's, it's, it's Hopkins, Burks, Phillips, and uh, yeah, Moore. Phillips is a straight We can't get guy. I mean, you can't just pick Phillips at three. He played for two minutes. Okay, okay. So put Moore at three and put Phillips at four. Yeah. NWI, NWI has, has more experience than Phillips. I don't, care, I don't care about that. Phillips is more elusive. He can catch the ball better I, than him. I think I think You know so what NWI too. does? NWI blocks better. That's about it. I'm just, I agree. I want Kyle Phillips. I'm over, I, and I want Dowell over NWI. Well, here's the thing. If Hopkins and, and Burks work out, it doesn't matter. It I doesn't mean, matter. But it doesn't matter. matter. But I'm just, you know, I'm we're just, not going to argue over Dowell. No, no, we're not, we're not arguing. We're just for sake of discussion. I don't I, – I was just going to say Dowell over NWI, and I would – Rather have Kyle Phillips than NBY, but I'm just letting everyone know. Like honestly speaking, as it stands now, I, this staff might view NWY as the actual third option right now. We don't know that. It's possible. I hope it's not the case, but I wouldn't be surprised in any way, shape, or form. I mean, he was going to be our second guy two minutes ago before DeAndre showed up. So I don't just expect because we have DeAndre now, Phillips is going to get the higher. Wait, wait, you know, say, look. That, say, say that again. Say that again. What do you mean? Now that, got, now that we got now that we got DeAndre Hopkins. Oh huh? my god, that sounds so damn good. It's good, it does. It really is. It's gonna be surreal seeing those dreads flying on that first day, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be very surreal. I mean, he is the truth, uh, arguably the best route runner on the planet Earth. Um, and I'm hyped. It's it's game time, it's time, and I just I want him to be DeAndre fucking Hopkins. That's all I want. I want him to be the showstopper that we know. That's all I want. I don't want fucking Randy Moss. I don't want Andre Johnson. I don't want Julio Jones. I want DeAndre Hopkins. This is this is also different from Randy Moss and Andre Johnson because they literally retired the following year. I think Andre Johnson retired in the middle of the year. That was literally the last season of their career. DeAndre Hopkins has multiple seasons left. It's not even the same as Julio because, like I said earlier, we didn't give up a draft pick for him. He's a year or so younger and has not nearly the injury history that Julio had. Not to say Julio was ever really hurt, but he had nicks all throughout his career. It was always an ankle, a knee that caused him to miss three games, four games, seven games, broke the foot. I remember missed the year. So by the time he got to us, he was, I hate to use this term, damaged goods. You know what I mean? I think DeAndre Hopkins is way different than any of those signings. People just love a good meme of saying, this is where receivers come to die. Fuck Mm. you. We'll see what happens. And uh, let the chips fall where they may. But now we have everything in front of us to do what needs to be done, and we'll see how we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens at the end of the year. But yeah. I think this was game changing for all of us, and we feel like we have a chance now. There's something for this fan base to really get excited over. Whereas a division title before was okay, maybe, but now it's like I think we could absolutely win this division if the things go our way in the playoffs. A few plays here or there absolutely can make a, a run at it. You never know. Listen, I loved how the Titans signed him this weekend. You know, there's not there's there's a reason I'm wearing all this tonight. I'm usually decked out in my sick gear. Mm-hmm. If you guys like the sick gear, hit the website, obviously. But there's a reason why I'm wearing this. Okay, next next week, a week from now, the Titans are teasing us with with the Oilers stuff. Mm-hmm. If if they drop a DeAndre Hopkins in a Houston Oilers uniform. Oh, you know what's happening. Oh, Absolutely. my you know God. Come Absolutely. on, dude. They'd be crazy not to. It's the, most, it's the most FU to Houston in the world, and I can't wait to see it. So shout out Titans social media. Make it happen, you know, for the sick podcast, you know, talking Titans, boys. Please make it happen because it's going to be the biggest troll on the internet. I mean, really. Yeah. Oh, uh, the post I made the other day was the perfect way to put it. I was so down just dreaming about it. Like, God, it would be so great. See DeAndre Hopkins in that blue, man, with that rig on his helmet. And then the next day, it's a reality. So uh, it's surreal. Um, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, it's all it's all systems go now. So let's uh, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about uh, in these next few weeks now because our, our, our schedule is our predictions to be all different now. Yeah. We should, we should, we should, we we should, should redo, redo that. We should, we should redo, redo that. it. Yep. We and should redo it. Rookies show up uh, on Saturday and then vets on next Tuesday. So, I mean, won't be long before we see him out there in practice. And I'm uh, yeah. looking forward to it. Oh, oh, just hmm. keep him healthy. All we ask. I'm going to say a prayer every night. Every night, because we just we haven't been able to experience it. 
we haven't been able to experience it. We had our did for three years and then we traded. We did. We did. We did. But I'm just talking more specifically, even though AJ Brown's going to be a, you know, transcendent player when he's, when it's all said and done, but these guys we bring in these hall of fame guys, we bring in hoping that they'll look like the guys we've seen against us for all those years, like Andre Johnson, like Randy Moss, the snow game. We have got him. Andre Johnson, Marvin Harrison, and uh, you know, yeah. terrorizing us all those years. Yeah. And I think of uh, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne terrorizes for yeah. years and years. Yeah. But Andre Johnson, I mean, geez, he, yeah. he took the shit on us every chance he got. Yeah. We got, it. you know, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my God, we if we played a fucking compilation on the show of all the all of the. Mosses all the times D Hop has mossed us and dusted us and embarrassed us. We could have another hour show. Now we got him. Now we need him. We need him to do that to Houston. We need him to do that to the Colts. We need him to do that to the Jacks. That's what we need. That's what we need. And uh he as long as he buys in, I think he will do that. And Tim Bra- Kelly's gonna buy into. Brandon, knock on wood, baby. He is gonna break that curse, man. We're we're all we're yeah. all here for it, man. We are all here for it. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of want him to change his number too. I don't know. I kind of want to give change. a fuck. Wouldn't I wish. I, I wish. Really. I wish he changed it to zero. But I mean, show my Murphy Bunting has yeah. it. but it would have been pretty cool if he had zero. I mean, I got no issue with uh, what's he? He's ten, right? Ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what with a fucking Vince Young's number? Get your jersey, bring it to your local guy. Does anybody? Does anybody oh. have ten right now? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll go off the podcast. And be like, yeah. Oh man, it was. Yeah. You know, but... I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Where wherever you want, DeAndre, the city is yours, my guy. Wait, who's wearing eleven now? Just out of curiosity, somebody's wearing eleven. That's like uh, decent. I don't know. I think Chris Moore's wearing eleven. Chris Moore, Chris Moore is going to wear 11. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that would be pretty cool too, but yeah, fuck 11. Anyway, um, no, don't fuck 11. I know. I'm just still salty, but not, not as much, not as much now. Uh, let's, let's wrap up tonight. We appreciate everyone that stuck with us. At one point, we had like close to 45, 50 people. And, uh, questions we are flowing, man. Yeah, questions are flowing. I mean, the excitement's obviously there. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I was watching another show earlier today after it dropped. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Titan Rossi's show. Shout out Titan Rossi, Titan Upload Network. It's just so exciting hearing, you know, seeing all this, all these fans. Like, we're back. We have juice again. It was so doom and gloom. Literally, less than a month ago, I, th- I thought the world was going to fucking end around this team. You had no receivers. You didn't know what the hell was going on with the quarterback. Um, it was just, there was just no unity. Everyone just, every, every fucking variable interview, it's like the, it was so depressing. He didn't, didn't even look like he wanted to be there. And now you see him, he's smiling. He's excited. You could see it. You saw it on the golf course. Um, and, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. We've had a lot of positive feedback from you guys too tonight about the show and things we do. Can't appreciate it enough. Um, you know, you guys are helping us grow and, and we're in, we're in forever debt of you and we're going to try to do the best we can. So you continue to bring you content that you want to see. Cause that's what we like to do here at the sick podcast. So um, anything else you guys want to lay down before we sign off and start watching DeAndre Hopkins film for the next month? No, once, once we know his jury, uh, his number will order his Jersey and um, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. We'll see. Why not? DH game, it, man. It's all right. No, they don't. I can't find that shit anymore. I, I, no. I don't think. I think they shut. I think they finally caught up and shut them down. For all our fans out there, give us the hottest new Chinese fake jersey website. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'll spend twelve fifty on one thirteen dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what. If before I wrap up on my thing. Mitchell and Ness just put out a uh, Steve McNair and Eddie George uh, throwback jersey for $160. My ass is getting the McNair one because I have a George one already. I want that throwback so bad. And you can find, if you type the 1999 or 1997, I think it is, the the Oilers patch that everyone's tweeting about that they can't find, there's a website in Colorado that has those patches. Hmm. I I have it saved. I can send it to you guys as well. Um, and you can, you can sew it or, you know, go to your local tailor. They could sew it on for you or, or, uh, they could, you guys can press mm. it on yourself. Um, but, um, uh, sorry, I didn't get to the show last, last week, guys. I watched you guys. Um, I support all of us. Um, loved it. Like I said, sorry, you couldn't be there. It was an awesome show for you guys. 
Um, and every single one of you guys, man, we had all close to 50, 50 um, live guys and the, and the, and the questions are flowing all, all, uh, all night long. We appreciate you guys. And uh, we're, we're going to continue to grow. And if you guys want to see something, spread the word, you know, online via Twitter on YouTube, you know, tell us what you want, interact with us. You know, we're here for you. We're open yeah. to ideas and everything else like that. So we, we appreciate you and love you guys. Yeah. I, I, I we're going to talk to AC about this, but I, I think, uh, the right move to make in the future is, is to start doing some live shows post game. Um, I think that oh, makes yeah. sense. We want to keep the fans involved. Um, and it's just the right thing to do. Like all the guys that I, that I like watching, they, they always do it. So I think we should join in on the, on the mix as well. Um, you know, and obviously the content, uh, we'll just, be fire. Yeah. Live I mean, reactions. Oof. Everyone knows, uh, sometimes I, I get, I go a little over the top, but, um, anything you want to drop in Vin? We're going to wrap up. That's it. That's it. I got a pack. I got a, a seven o'clock flight tomorrow. Ooh. I've done nothing for pray for me out in that thin air in, in Denver, Colorado. Oh, say, yeah. say what's up to my uh, ailing Yankees while you're out there. I just texted wow. my buddy, my diehard Yankees uh, fan buddy, and said, uh, the Yankees are the richest poverty franchise in sports right now. Oh, yeah. You like but that? We're going to get Cody Bellinger, and I think we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna figure it I out. I think you need fucking Joe D to come rolling out that grave to help you guys. It's 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 ugly. No, he couldn't. I don't even think he could save this team. This team is so bad. They're <laughs> yeah. so bad. Yeah. Babe Ruth's rolling in his grave. Uh, all right. So we're gonna wrap up tonight, guys. Thanks so much, everyone that joined in. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, on Twitter, YouTube. Tell your friends I like the Titans if they're looking for a new listen uh, about us. And we're gonna continue to roll and rock. And DeAndre Hopkins is a Tennessee Titan, folks. Sleep well. Sleep well and tighten up. Sammy, send me out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.